Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Let's read together. Mark, one, Mark 5, 1 to 5. Together, then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no one could bind him, not even with chains. Now, chains. If you can't be bound with chains, that's a serious case. We are not talking about ropes. We are not talking about whatever, chains. Verse 4. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. But of course he broke them. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. And the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day. When? Night and day. He was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. This is a dire situation that this man is in. But there is too much to learn just from this short part, especially if you have an understanding of the rest of what surrounds it. But let me start this way. This guy, life is hard. Yeah, life is not hard actually for this guy. It's impossible. <laughs> this is impossible. If you had a relative and this is their state, you would just conclude this is going to be an impossible situation. Of course, it's all impossible until Jesus shows up. <laughs> Tell your neighbor it's a piece of cake for Jesus. You know, the thing I'm discovering about us believers is that we need to believe. We need to believe this God of ours and what he has done for us in Christ and what he's, what he's able to do. So it's a piece of cake for Jesus. This is so bad. Now, some of you might say, Mose, I have my own version of tombs. Now, have you ever been to a really large cemetery? Okay, any cemetery. It doesn't need to be so large. Whatever size it is, living there doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah? But this is where this man lived. He lived among the tombs, you know, within the tombs, uh, up the mountains, etc. So this guy's situation was really bad. And even you, you may have come to there and you're saying, Mose, uh, mine might not be as bad as that guy's, but I have my own version of the tomb situation. Mine may not be well known the way that guy was well known, but my friend, I have it. You know, some of us, sometimes you've carried the thing for many years, but it is only known to you and maybe one other person. At least if it's known to another person, you're halfway there. But for some people, it's either so embarrassing or it's so bad, you're like, you might to I'm telling you, Jesus. Jesus, it's a piece of cake for Jesus. I'm on a journey of faith, which seems to have accelerated from around mid last year. 
I realized that I had put God in a certain box and locked him there. And uh, he insists on not being there. So I'm growing again. I'm starting to believe certain things that I had locked away. Not consciously, but subconsciously. And so it might be the same with you. And what usually causes that is our life experiences, the things we go through, the pain, the, 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 the isolation. Because this guy is not just some guy living in the tombs. Think about it. He may have been once a normal, healthy, wealthy guy with a family and friends. Everything is gone. If you're living like that, do you have any family? No. Maybe he had kids. Where are the kids? Maybe he had, once had a wife. What happened to that relationship? Maybe he once ran a business. What happened to that? Things went south and is left by himself. Like all some of the other stories we've had during this series, the devil can come and really ruin, try to ruin a life. And when he does that, he isolates the person. And you lose all the capitals. You lose your social capital. You can no longer relate with people. You lose your financial capital. The money is gone. So I don't know what your situation is. You may have experienced some setback. But whatever it is, I, I can almost guarantee no one here is at the stage of this man. I can almost guarantee. If you drove here this morning, you are not at this guy's stage. If you took a taxi here this morning, you are not at this guy's stage. In other words, your situation is not irredeemable. If Jesus could change this guy's situation, Jesus is going to change your situation. Amen. Yes, thanks for that one hand clap. I will take that. I'll take that for the rest of you. Uh, yeah, I need just one encouragement and I will believe it's coming for five, from 500 people. Amen. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, no, you know, I need you to believe. Because some of you may be used to me. Oh, this is Moses. No, I'm not here in Moses' name. I'm not holding this microphone in Moses' name. I'm holding this microphone in Jesus' name. When, once I take this mic, Moses is out, Jesus is in, and we, are, we mean business. We mean business. Go, go to that page. See those miracles. Those are real miracles. Those are people we know. The other day, lovely lady from Mokono, diagnosed with cancer. Cancer is spreading. Doctors give her the bad news. The cancer in your bones is now spreading. You see, when the doctors give you the bad news, uh, it may be wise to keep going to the doctors, but I'm not so sure they are going to give you any better news than they've given you. They are not trained to tell you something other than what they are seeing. So, maybe you need also try something else. Yeah? Yeah. If you know that to go back, you're going to get even worse news. Some person said more worse. It's not just worse. I worse one. So you 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 have to try something else. So she brought it to God. She's like, okay, this is what the doctor is saying, but God has a different report. Whose report will you believe? She brought it to God. She gathered her leaders in Mkono said, this is the situation. I'm bringing this thing to God. Season 21. The cancer disappeared. Yes. Totally. And the doctors hid the results for three weeks because they were trying to make sure that they prove completely that this thing is true so that they don't give false hope. 
They delayed tell her for three weeks. Eventually they had to tell her. Omanyi, it's, it's not there. Who does those kind of things? Jesus. 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 Jesus does those kind of things. Now here is what's going to happen. That is going to become common. Yes, I declare, I decree that that is going to that when you hear those things, there will be no silence because people are wondering what to believe about it. It is going to become commonplace. Commonplace. Unless we say that when we come to worship, it's another God and not Jesus. Because everywhere Jesus went, it was common. What is common with Jesus is going to become common with you. Where are we? Your situation is not beyond recovery. Here's the other thing. And this, you can't see this immediately by looking at this portion of the text, but you need to have read before and after, which we don't have time for. Jesus, think about it. Jesus crossed the, the sea, the ocean. Oh, no, not the ocean. It's a lake. Those writers call it sea. He crossed the sea for this one guy. You read the whole thing. Jesus came. He got off the boat. He didn't even look for this guy. This guy came looking for him. You see, the Holy Spirit is very strategic. For some of us, you would want to go do ministry there and they, you have a crowd. They put up posters. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus crossed the lake for one guy. He came, he ministered to this one guy, and guess what he did after? He got back on the boat and went back. How is that for ministry strategy? I can tell you, you are that valuable. Jesus who crossed the lake to find you, 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 you. You whose situation seems impossible. He will come to find one person. He can come to Katikati today to find one person. One. He knows your situation. Think about it. Jesus came to cast demons out of one guy and then got back on the boat and went back. With a whole crew, crew of, of people. He didn't count the cost. When the Holy Spirit told him, cross the lake, there's this one person that you need to go and minister to. He wasn't like, do we have fuel in that boat? Have they serviced the engine? Yeah, but why are we spending all this effort to go minister to one person? So for us, we also need to learn something from Jesus for many of us. The Holy Spirit may be telling you to contact that one person. Make that one call. But I just spoke to the person four years ago. What would they even think? Please, please, make the call. God who is putting the person on your heart knows why you should make the call. He spares no effort to find you. Because for him, you are strategic. You are strategic to the kingdom. You're not here today by accident. 
you're not listening to this message by accident. For you, it might be a case of, oh, we go to church on Sunday. Church begins on Monday. Sunday is garage time. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You bundle the kids in the car and come. You're thinking, you're already just duty. No, 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 no. God has set you up. He's looking for you because you are strategic. When God tells you, pay that school fees for that one person, you might be saying, give me something more. No, 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 no. God has strategy. He knows why that one person is the one that must be paid for. One. Now, this part you'll see later. Now, yeah? Let me see if I can bring you up to speed. Thank you, Timo. So, Jesus ministered to this one guy, and he went, and then this one guy ministered to ten cities. That whole metropolis called Decapolis. Deca is from Decimal, 10. Yeah? Remember your math? P2? I, no, not P2. Around where? Okay. You remember bases? Base, okay, P5. I remember the canes for base 2, base 3, base 4, and all of that. So, one guy. Jesus reached one guy, and that one guy reached the whole area. So, you might be that one person. The God has set you up. I tell you, here is a beautiful thing. I feel led to say this. Some of us have in our minds the kind of people... <laughs> that God is going to use. We have already decided who those people look like. The ones who pray in tongues and they read the KJV Bible. They speaketh. The mysteries as of the oracles of the Holy Ghost. They wist not. No, my friend, and you, you're there. You haven't yet even started on the message. And you're disqualifying yourself. I have news for you. God has surprises. God has surprises. The people that you think God is going to use and you think they look a certain way, they may not be the ones the guys looking for you. Because man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. Even prophet Samuel, a whole prophet, he had missed it. He thought when Eliab came out, uh, whose sons were those? Jesse's sons. He was like, surely the Lord's anointed. And the Lord was like, not him. All disqualified. What is the man who goes My antennas I heard God said, God said, something is not adding up. Is there another one? You know how your own father forgets you on the most important visitation your family will ever have in history. Get you out there in the bushes. They presented everyone like and uh, the man of God is about to leave. It's like maybe I was sent to the whole wrong family. Some of you have been forgotten before. People you thought will stand up for you and push you forward, they didn't submit your name. But I'm telling you, God, God knows you, He knows you by name. They may not submit your name. They may not put you on the list. God will put you on the list. He will put you on the list. When God is hell bent, okay, heaven bent on promoting you, let me tell you, no devil in hell can stand before you. He will do it. Believe. Passion fruit juice, Rolex, 
and the man of God is about to leave. Is this all? Just picking the sheep. And Samuel is like, this is the one. This is the one. When you're the one, eh, the party will be paused until you show up. There are things God has ordained for you. Like I'm the people will compete, they will step on each other. What? You you just remain in thanksgiving. You trust God. When what he says you do, you just be around. Never was until you do heaven Before they know it, what happened? What happened? Eh? What happened? Kalika singa okaimba ofki wanonga. Huh? Yaja feyatu sanga wo aimba ofki. Bichi, what happened? I'm telling you, man looks on the outside. Solomon. Oli ayenga imiro gamba testimony. Oh, abanga ya alinache ya kozeti. Has God run out of organized people to send to plant churches? Man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. You are strategic to Jesus, He will find you. He will find you. He'll find you in that bar. He'll find you in that drug house. He'll find you in that bed you're not supposed to be in. And make you change the world. That's how kind and good our God is. He came looking for one. We have a campaign coming up in March called the One Campaign. All of you are going to love it. You're going to participate in it. In this one campaign, we are believing God that a thousand people are going to give their lives to Jesus. A thousand. And I sense that God is going to surprise us. That he is going to do much more than we can ask or imagine. Mm. Mm. We are planning to plant five locations this year. I think God is going to surprise us. Because certain things have started coming to me which are indicating that God is moving quicker than I'm thinking. That can be the same for you. Yeah. This idea about the guy who made all the money he had made in one year in the first three months. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy was just fine. He, he, he tried. And when you start messing with God, he gave first fruits. Three months he had made all of it back after giving investment. And now he had nine months to, to make more money to try and figure out what to do with. I met a guy in Mukono. He started the year 2018 when his business was 600 million in debt. 600 million. Now, this is not like a high flyer. This is Bambi, a simple guy. You're thinking, how on earth? Young man, did you sink your business into 600 million in debt? Yeah, like even if you met him, even you'll be like, What you call out here? 
Wahingirotia ulukaga munda. By the end of the year, 150. He was owing only 150. I'm telling you, when you yoka carriage and latch it onto God's engine, Olabe. God is strategic. You are not an accident. You just didn't end up in worship service. Let me tell you, people end up in different churches strategically. There are people who are in different churches and God has led them there for a specific strategic reason. Even you, you're here for a specific strategic reason. It's not the good music. The music is really good. But it's not the music. Mukama so Jesus crosses the lake, ministers to one guy, one, gets back on the boat and goes. Category one, because a strategic team meeting to when Jesus comes to soak again to Solozaba, the other city, the other city, to call a big meeting in the stadium. One guy. Moreover, not he didn't look for the mayor. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not like because Jesus wants to reach the city. Imagine this is the mistake we make about local Orusi. All this other stuff that has come up. We think that the only way the church to have influence is to have people in, in important places. Who said? What office did Samuel occupy? Paul or Yalim office? Was Paul, Paul part of the Roman uh, Senate? Is that how he changed the, the world? He joined the political now in the Roman Senate? Am I saying it's wrong to join politics? No, some of you are called to that. But I'm saying, don't sit here and assume that we will only change the world when you have saved this in parliament. That's very limiting. Kale, you be there looking at me. Maybe I'm telling you I'm following Jesus' strategy. Jesus has to lay his hands on the mayor. That's how this region is going to be converted. A madman. Jesus crosses the lake to look for a madman. The whole destiny of ten cities is with one madman. Who is among the tombs? You can't get more strategic. Let me tell you, your human strategy is again failing. If you want your business to run at the pace of God, first forget human strategies. Take time off. Don't work 365 days. Go on retreats. Go spend time with the Father. Say, Father. See, Reverend Father. Father, all you want. Chichi, our business is here. What's the strategy? Hire this person, fire these four people. Before you know it. Okay. Okay. Are we? Why do I feel like I skipped? Let's read this part. He says, When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him, not like with the music or with the song. No, he just fell before him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I 
pray you by God that you don't torment me. Now, please remember, Jesus didn't have an Instagram page. And so this guy had not been scrolling on the Instagram page and said, oh, this is Jesus. And Jesus had taken a selfie on the boat saying, headed to Decapolis <laughs> to rock them ten cities. Sea bomb. No. How did this guy know that this is Jesus? He knew it by the spirit. Because he was a demoniac. He was operating in the dark world of the demons. Now for us, we're operating in the world of light where we also see things in the spirit. In fact, that's a confession you need to start making so that it becomes true. Every day tell yourself, I see things in the spirit. I see things before they happen. Nothing takes me by surprise. That's what should be happening. Let me tell you, no believer should be taken by surprise by anything because the Spirit, he says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and he says he will show you things to come. It's not for a few special people. Thank you. Thank you, B3. So he saw him and he knew this is Jesus. Here's the other thing we pick from this even as the children come back. Even so, uh, so the other thing is that the, the devil who is tormenting this person knows who Jesus is. And the devil knows that when it comes to Jesus down, down. You're dealing with the ultimate authority here. That's why the man fell down and worshipped him. A man under the influence of the devil. The Bible says you believe in God, even the demons do and they tremble. Yeah. And they do well. You do well, even the demons do and they tremble. There are people, believers, who have a less awareness of God and his authority and glory than the devil does. The way you treat God the devil treats God better. When the devil comes, that's a joke from our old school. Don't mind it. We have to finish. But you have believers who, care, who tell God, no, Lord. No, Lord. Like, no, Lord. Like your landlord asks for his rent and you say, no. You are confusing the spiritual world. <laughs> anyway, just know, never mind. Just know that the devil, whatever has been disturbing you, knows Jesus. So he begs, I implore you, do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. So I come unclean spirit, then he asked him, what is your name? And they answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Someone researched quickly in the first service and discovered legion is between five, three and five, three and six thousand. Now imagine this one man is harboring some up to five thousand demons. That is Operation Kabisa. Five thousand demons. Now. Can you add me a few minutes? Mkamaleo, mkaje, katwolida. Kansokian kole point ingabidi. Then in kole yoksatu. 
banangi cause to call our english okay i'm going to make two points and then a third first let me first start on a bright spot if the demon distribution is such that one guy could have 5000 and there are more angels than demons category on the angelic side how many do you think are operating for you even believe he says he shall give his angels charge over moses not angel Katijuki that lead the Assyrians have messed around. They sent them one and one. One. Yakubabali, the Israelites took three days collecting the spoils from one angel. That's for you. You don't have one angel. You have angels. that just shall live by faith. You believe and receive or do without and do without. That just shall live by faith. Angels, angels, mob. They are all over this place. There's a traffic jam of angels around here right now because of the number of believers gathered. Either thank God they don't need cars and other equipment. Others will have no room. Until for the human beings then for the angels. <sighs> Not for them, they, they take care of themselves. In the spiritual realm. But they are there. By now you will have died. Let me tell you, the, the devil wants to kill you more than you are aware. If it wasn't for the angels of God protecting you. And they do such a good job you don't even know they are doing it. <sighs> By the way as I preach your faith is rising. Amen. Your faith is rising. I know it. Some of you you're going to recover certain things. I'm seeing recovery, recovery, recovery. Recovery. Recovery the enemy is trying to steal recovery. Yeah. Your faith is rising. So, look, Laba, five? Okay, here's the other part. Let me now bring a not so exciting spot. This guy, back to strategy. Izan went and brought what? Ten cities, preached to ten cities, the gospel. But this guy, this one guy out there was like the homing device of all the controlling demons of that area. Look at verse 10. Verse 10. He says, also he begged him, who? The demoniac, begging who? Jesus, saying, he begged him how? Honestly. You know when demons are speaking to God, they, they don't raise their voice. Honest, that he would not send them out of the country. out of the country. I thought he's going to cast demons out of a man. Why is he talking about a country? Because those 5,000 demons upon that man were controlling a whole territory. Authority is territorial. Authority is territorial. That's why when Jesus cast those demons out and they went to the pigs and they went into the sea, the person 
is the one who went and just converted the whole world. The whole area. Authority is territorial. Now some of us when you're operating, we're only operating with uh, individual people in mind. Authority is territorial. What you are able to see is... That's why Jesus came for this one person. Because he knew that the whole territory, this was the control mechanism. Ah, uh, How do I explain this better? Quicker, 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 quicker mind. Okay. So you run a shop. Huh? Four by four meters. Meanwhile, for you in your mind, you're running a shop. But God has different things in mind. He's thinking territory. And so God's challenge is to get you to stop thinking about your business and start thinking territorially. So that's not like, I have a shop, but rather, my business is territorial. I'm thinking the region, six countries. I'm thinking of how to influence six countries with what God has given me. And that depends on your capability to see. That's why I told Abraham, lift your eyes and see. The land that you see, I'll give it to you. If you can't see it, you can't take it. If all you see every day is that door you open and sell, 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 close, go open, sell, sell, you're not going to take territory. And yet there are businesses that are territorial in nature because the people who run them have understood how authority works. Authority is territorial. It's Kentucky. Kentucky. Fried kitchen. Eri Kampala. Kitchen. Chicken. Eri Kampala. That's called territory. Territorial. And let me tell you how it is territorial. Bananyinio Eri who owned the brand. If they call and say, close that shop, it is closed. Why? Authority is territorial. I'm trying to teach you something about authority right here. As a believer, because remember you represent Jesus. When Jesus came, he just knew I'm going to deal with one problem below the ground and take the territory. Even you. There are things that are happening in your extended family. It's territorial. Relationally territorial. You even know the cantankerous uncle or auntie who every time there is a barrier by the time people leave for you, you are there. Huh? You are there. You go, a minister of reconciliation. That can't continue happening. When you show up, peace. You're like, no. I am here. Authority is territorial. You need to stop thinking about your 50 by 100 plot. What territory has God given you that you are yet to take? Authority is territorial. Authority is territorial. Some of you are very happy with your car business where it is. And God is saying, it's time. I'm moving quickly. It's time. We are taking more territory. We are going to employ more people. We are going to get rid of poverty. We are going to employ people. It's time to move. It's time to hire bigger space. It's time to hire more staff. 
It's territorial. It's time to open in another city. It's time to open in another country. Authority is territorial. He's saying, don't send us out of the country. Don't send us out of the country. Don't send us out of the country. What kind of, where is the devil trying to operate which is under your authority? Maybe it's your family. Yeah? You kids, what? <laughs> you need to go back home today. I'm taking over the neighborhood. Authority is territorial. Mm. Your children shall be taught of the Lord. Isaiah Chigamba, taught of the Lord, back here. Why? Those, those people, that's your territory. Territory. Authority is territorial. Let me use a bad example to demonstrate it. For your sake, I have to use such a bad example. Because I'm the pastor of Worship Harvest, if I call and tell the people in Ginger, I don't want you to preach from Mark 5. I need you to preach from Matthew 1. That's exactly what's going to happen. They can't say, but Mosiah, you're not here. No. I don't have to be there. By the grace of God, he has given me the authority over this ministry. It's not a democracy. <laughs> do, do you get what I'm saying? That's the same thing with you. If you're a mission community leader, you have authority over the mission. That's your territorial authority. Voting about what the frontier will be. You go in a room and talk to God. Whether you had right or wrong, is it clear? Clear. When are we starting? Next week. Thank you. Assemble next week. It's, that's what authority is. When your business... When your business... Of course with counsel, yeah? When you start abusing authority, guess what? You don't get more. <laughs> You abuse authority. Before you know it, until you are not a good steward of authority. That's why the more authority you have, the more careful you have to be about how you use it, and the more counsel you need from other people. Do you understand? Authority is territorial. While you sit down, whoever does need a machina, Ganaye or Genda Chicomia. Kubango take it dainty, a yo decapolis see. And Jesus has come. I must finish this sermon. You people, I must finish this sermon. In fact, I have finished this sermon. Yeah, Kakati, now they beg. Kakati, the devil even knows how to negotiate. Kakati, send us to the pigs. This guy is not giving us any room. <laughs> Send us to the pigs. Okay, go. A thousand. Two thousand. So like two demons per pig. 
have you stopped to imagine the cost of 2,000 pigs? How, 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 how expensive is a pig in Kampala today? A centimeter. A nunji. 500,000. Times 2,000 pigs, how much money is that? One billion. One billion. A billion worth of goods were destroyed to salvage one strategic person. You're that valuable. Let me tell you, that's why we count no cost. We count no cost. Only when the government church when they take what Sasura sent away, preachers is Sasura. When I try to handle the government, per Sunday, Catholic one point seven what? One point four half day, one point four karumu kano half day. Kale, why? Per week, but half Sunday one one point four. Okay, it is worth it. It's worth it. Because you are strategic. You are important. We will spare no effort. Are you with me? And so, Jesus, pigs, okay, pigs. What? And then they all went. He tricked, he tricked them. Yeah. Okay. Into the sea. Then they get a storm. Storm ever. Now they are trying to destroy Jesus and the disciples on the, on the whatever. Peace. Okay. The devil has nothing on Jesus. <laughs> anyway, they drowned. Verse 17. Uh-uh. Am I going backwards? Yeah, yeah. no Jesus. You know, sometimes when God is moving, people don't click. They're like, oh my God, oh my God. Those were other people. So he says, I want to go with you. Begged him. Can I go with you? Now he's well. He says, no, no, don't. He didn't permit him. Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began proclaiming Decapolis, that's the 10 city area, all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. The man was delivered and on the same day he started proclaiming the gospel. How long have you been saved? So what are you doing about it? <laughs> Can I tell you something? You can't make progress while staying in the same spot. That is supposed to be a fierce. <laughs> we want progress in the kingdom, but we are determined to stay in the same spot, do the same things, read the same one verse a day. It's not going to happen. But you're strategic. And for that reason, Jesus is interested in you. I can hear. 
Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.